Isn't this exciting? Everyone is waiting breathlessly for Joe Biden to pick a vice president. And it's no wonder, because whoever he picks will be a huge asset for him and persuade large numbers of people to vote for him. At least that's what some people think. A lot of other people say that the biggest consideration will be that the person he picks, that person must be ready and able to be president right now because Biden is old and, well, you never know. So his VP must be capable of being president right now, right out of the gate. When Barack Obama picked Joe Biden as his vice president, it wasn't such an important consideration. It's obvious from the way the former president has done everything he could to avoid endorsing Mr. Biden until it became absolutely clear that he had no choice, that he really didn't believe that Biden was fit to be president. Most Americans feel the same way. But when Obama was president, he was a young and healthy man, and he didn't need to consider the possibility of not serving his time in the Oval Office. So the fact that President Obama didn't think Joe Biden was up to the job, it really didn't matter. Well, now it does matter. It matters a lot because Biden says that he's only going to serve one term. If he makes it through that term, he'll not run again. So his vice president is perhaps the most important vice president in history because it's likely that in four years or maybe even less, that person could be running the country. And if Biden makes it through his four years as president, whoever is vice president stands a great chance at getting the nomination and running for president in 2024. And as a sitting vice president, that person would have a very good chance at winning the presidency. He says that he's going to conduct an exhaustive search for the most qualified candidate, someone who will do a great job as president if something ever happens to him, like he wakes up one morning and forgets that he's president and refuses to go into the Oval Office or fly on Air Force One. Or maybe he thinks he's Air Force One. But Joe Biden also says that he'll only choose a woman as vice president. Apparently, there are no qualified men. Only a woman can be vice president, and if possible, only an African-American woman. Although he'll consider a white woman or possibly even a fake Indian. So, it will be a woman. He promised that early on. And I don't see how he can back down from that right now or change his mind. I suppose he could say that he doesn't remember saying it would be a woman. That would be believable in his case, except somebody would remind him that he said it, or he could play some video of himself saying it, so he couldn't very well change it. No, it'll be a woman. But which one? There are two women who believe they should be vice president, and both will be very upset if they're not chosen. There's Stacey Abrams from Georgia. Now, she ran for governor, and she lost by about 50,000 votes. But she says that if the vote hadn't been suppressed, Democrats are always talking about voter suppression these days, she says that she would have been governor. Now, when you hear her speak, you realize that she doesn't ever talk about policies or plans or programs that would make America a better place. Or, if you look at her qualifications and you find none, you wonder why anyone would vote for her. But she insists that if Joe Biden doesn't pick her, he'll be in big trouble. 
Elizabeth Warren also wants to be vice president, desperately. She's the senator from Massachusetts. Remember her? The woman with all of the plans. Stacey Abrams is the woman with no plan. And Elizabeth Warren is the woman with too many plans, and all of them are bad. But she wants to be vice president, too. And if she doesn't get the nomination, she says Biden will be in heap big trouble. Polling on Liz Warren or Stacey Abrams isn't very good, but they're both unpopular for a lot of good reasons. Realistically, neither one of them will help Joe Biden win the election. They're both far-left extremists who don't think much of capitalism or America either. But that won't stop him from nominating one of them if that's what he wants. And if he does, he'll make a lot of Republicans, including Donald Trump, very happy. Jonah Goldberg, a columnist and an avowed Trump hater, thinks that Senator Amy Klobuchar would be a good choice because she's boring, and she is that. She could retire the trophy for being boring. It'd be hard to find anyone more boring. Goldberg thinks another good choice is Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan. He says that she's liked by her constituents and hated by Trump. So he thinks that she'd make a good VP. She's done a terrible job leading her state during the coronavirus crisis, and I don't know how that makes her a good VP candidate, but Goldberg is an expert, and he likes her. Personally, I'd love to see Gretchen Whitmer as Biden's VP pick. Goldberg has been so wrong about so many things since Trump was elected because he's so blinded by his hatred, and he's so wrong about Gretchen Whitmer. So bring it on. Whitmer for vice president. Great choice, Jonah. Whoever Biden picks, it really won't matter. She could have served time in prison for committing a felony, and she could be on parole, and the media would still love her. And Biden might even get stronger in the polls. And people like me will be sitting here in stunned silence wondering, who are these people polling? I can just hear the people at CNN. Don, I think having a felon on the ticket really helps in that key demographic, convicts. They're an important voting block, you know, and it looks like Biden is now a lock to beat President Trump in November. You're right, Chris. Putting a convicted felon on the ticket and a woman to boot was a stroke of genius by the Biden campaign. And people are excited about it. Just look at the polls. I can't wait to start calling Joe Biden Mr. President. And let's hope his vice president is completely rehabilitated and can stay out of prison. Maybe when he gets elected, he could give her a pardon. Now, the safest choice for vice president just might be Senator Kamala Harris of California. But she's pretty unpopular, too. She dropped out of the race for president early on in the process because it was clear that she just didn't have much support. Even among black voters, she isn't very popular. She just isn't very likable, and there's no quick fix for that problem. So, something as simple as picking a vice president has become as hard as finding a cure for the coronavirus. It should have been easy, but it isn't. And it won't get any easier either. You know, then, there's an article in The Atlantic just written by none other than that far-left loon, Edward Isaac Dovier. He says that the choice that everyone is missing 
is former Obama administration national security advisor Susan Rice. Oh, right. Why didn't we think of her? This is one wonderfully incompetent woman. Brilliant choice, Edward Isaac. Just brilliant. Apparently, she's already a lock to be Biden's Secretary of Defense or Secretary of State. But apparently, she can't screw up enough things in those jobs, so Vice President just makes a lot more sense. She's just the person we need to be ready to step in and assume the duties of the presidency of the United States, the leader of the free world. Do it, Joe. Pick her. I dare you. Trump's poll numbers will jump by double digits, maybe even more. Go for it, Joe. Susan Rice for vice president. I love the sound of that. Now, CNN put together a list of their top 10 candidates. At number 10 is Illinois Senator Tammy Duckworth. I can't find anything that she's ever done except get elected senator. But it might be interesting to have a vice president named Tammy. It could be a movie. Tammy and the president go to Washington and screw up the country. A hilarious comedy directed by Rob Reiner. CNN has Stacey Abrams at number nine. At number eight is Val Demings. She's the congresswoman from Florida. You remember her, right, from the impeachment hearings? She was a real convincing voice for impeachment, so convincing that not one Republican voted for it. At seven, we have Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. CNN says the problem with her is that no one knows much about her. But I think that's in her favor, because once people find out about her, they'll really dislike her. At six, CNN has Susan Rice. They say that she has the best experience, but unfortunately, she would have to deal with questions about Benghazi and the unmasking of Michael Flynn. Of course, if it's proven that she's the person who leaked Flynn's name to the media, she'll have to serve out her term as vice president from a prison cell. Not a good look for any vice president. Then they have Keisha Lance Bottoms at number five. She's the mayor of Atlanta, but going from mayor to the Oval Office is tough. Just ask Mayor Pete What's-His-Name. Nevada Senator Catherine Cortez Masto is in at number four, but she already dropped out of consideration saying that she doesn't want to be vice president. Smart move. At number three is Elizabeth Warren. Now, she's the first choice among most Democrats, but number three on the CNN list. Number two is boring Amy from Minnesota, Jonah Goldberg's pick. And number one is the unlikable Kamala Harris. Considering the fact that this vice presidential candidate must be presidential, these are tough choices. Too bad Joe couldn't get away with dressing up Bernie Sanders as a woman, because that would make it easy for him. I'm pretty sure that Sanders would look terrible in a dress, unless it was a black one with a high collar. That might work, but I don't think it would fool the voters. So what does Joe Biden do? He has to pick a vice president, and he doesn't have much to choose from. Maybe Jonah Goldberg is right. Maybe Amy Klobuchar is it. Then what? What do we call the ticket? Is it vote for dumb and boring? That doesn't have much of a ring to it, does it? So Joe Biden doesn't inspire anyone with his speaking ability, and neither does boring Amy. 
Is this what we have to look forward to until the election? And now that Joe Biden is a far-left candidate and not the centrist he started out to be, and Amy is a semi-moderate, how will they get along? Or will she throw away all of her moderate positions and become Bernie Sanders' light? No, Joe Biden is in a very tough spot. Maybe Trump-hater Jonah is right, and Amy should be the vice presidential candidate. But if I'm Joe Biden, I go with the fake Indian. At least she brings something to the table. Biden has the Obamas and a lot of other people out raising money for his campaign now, so he seems to have that weakness covered. And the folks in Hollywood are digging into their pockets, too. He's never been very good at raising money, so he needed help, and now he has it. Elizabeth Warren helps him strengthen another key area where he desperately needs help, establishing a grassroots movement. She has the best organization on the Democrat side, and he needs her help. If he covers that weakness, he'll have the money, and he'll have people out in the field working to organize people and get out the vote. And if a lot of states start using mail-in ballots, those field workers can harvest votes from people who are still on the rolls but who haven't voted in years. All of a sudden, there will be thousands and thousands of votes from people who haven't voted in years and who probably didn't vote in 2020 either, except that someone got a hold of their ballots and maybe helped them fill them out. They can help him cheat his way into the Oval Office. Democrats just love rigged elections as long as they can do the rigging. And with Liz the fake Indian on the ticket, it'll be game on for cheaters. But having Elizabeth Warren on the ticket still doesn't cover up Joe Biden's most glaring weakness, his gaffes. Maybe the stories about him suffering from dementia are true. I don't know. I don't think he's senile. I think he's just plain lazy. You can just see how happy he is to be hanging out in his basement rather than having to be out campaigning, saying stupid things that everybody has to explain. But maybe it is dementia. Who knows? And if that's the case, if this is his biggest weakness, the thing that could cost him the presidency, then he has only one choice for vice president. Only one. Joe Biden needs to pick a vice president from one of the women who works for Visiting Angels.